The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. program is sponsored by Triad Veterans League in co- cooperation with BNN TV and radio. We are here at WBCALP 102.9 Boston, Boston's community radio station. We're real happy to be here today, but got some sad news, folks. Got to get that in there right quick so you'll know about the passing of Larry Wu. Larry Wu, international song composer, writer, singer, passed the other day. His funeral will be next Wednesday at Morningstar Baptist Church up there on Blue Hill Avenue. And we hope that it will be overflowing with his friends, family, and other colleagues of his because he had a big, big reputation for loving music, producing music. I think one of his colleagues was Maurice Starr, long-time relationship with him. Uh, He wrote some stuff for the Boston Celtics. He he did a lot of things in our community, folks, and we're going to miss him. And we hope that his family will know that we love him. Again, this is the Other Page radio program, and uh, we want to say that uh, July 4th is a very important day with all the turmoil that's going on in the United States right now around political issues and human rights issues. We need to pay attention to what July 4th really means. July 4th means that we were able to announce our freedom from the British crown, that we would have no taxation without representation, and that they signed this document called the United States Constitution of America. And uh, they have some amendments in there later on because they had to recognize the, the dignity of uh, of people that came from capture the freedom, not ones that were coming from European countries that were persecuted and prosecuted and incarcerated. These were people that were free, quote unquote. I'm talking about the African people. And they were brought over here after being captured and ships 
and the period of time that they were transferred from their motherland to the Western Hemisphere is known as the African Diaspora. It is a time that we need to be mindful of, even though we had Juneteenth and it talks about the Emancipation Proclamation. This is where a people were torn from their homeland. They were free. See, America is celebrating July 4th as a symbol of their quest for freedom. But everybody, unfortunately, in America today are not free. Based on the laws that were in place, the Jim Crow law, the the things that our leaders didn't stand for, you know, they just went amok, not caring about those that were supposedly free when the Emancipation Proclamation was announced, that slavery was over. And so we're going into July 4th, and I just asked my listening audience to be mindful that we are all not free. Not yet. So you got to put up your dukes, but you got to vote. Things are coming out of, not the Supreme Court, I call it the extreme court. Not the Supreme Court, but the extreme court. Because what they are handing down now in terms of decisions, Roe versus Wade, uh, concealed weapons allowed in the state of New York, uh, closer uh, ties between government and religion, uh, enforcing gerrymandering laws that affect voting in Louisiana. These are the things that keep us from really, really being a part of America as we would like to. After all, we were captured working for nothing for 500 years. And still, here in Boston, the wage gap is unbelievable. So let's be mindful of what July 4th really means. It means that we must continue to press forward. We must continue to hold America accountable. As a United States military veteran serving almost six years in the military, I feel that I have not, and many of my veterans' colleagues, been served in the manner that we should be. This is the Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell, WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, saluting July 4th and the need to continue our struggle to remove the barriers that keep us from being one nation. The Oscar Micheaux Family Theater Program is a Boston nonprofit. They hope to teach the importance of community service through the art of theater 
Looking to establish a year-round community-based family theater organization with full theater productions by people from the community. For more information, you can visit www.oscarmichellerep.tripod.com. That's something, that announcement, that PSA, that public service announcement is so on time. Folks, I just want to, first of all, I want to say to the management here that I've been working with uh, at BNN TV Radio, the general manager uh, that's not here with us anymore, but the general manager that is here now, Glenn Williams, I want to thank him for making the resources of this television and radio station and sometimes remote camera work for projects that Triad Veterans League is involved. I want to thank you for that opportunity for us to expand our base, for us to tell the truth, for us to let the people know that there is a place where your story can be heard or seen. That's BNN TV, BNN Radio, managed by Glenn Williams. Folks, I am so, so grateful and humble to tell you that a program that Triad Veterans League has developed is now moving into its 25th year of building a community-based theater that has attracted the attention of Berkeley College of Music's Africana Music Studies Department, headed by Reverend Dr. Glenn G. Price III. Glenn G. Price III is a minister who is a gifted, talented, educator, music composer, writer, and he is bringing the Oscar Michelle Family Theater program under their collaborative resources to improve our structure and help us in our development to become a leading theater program company that is community-based. You can't get to a good place by yourself. You can't do it, folks. So again, I want to just thank the management and the staff here at BNN TV Radio. I want to thank all our cast over the years because we are now in our 25th year as a community-based theater company. And also, I want to thank everyone that was a part of our cast since we started in 1997. I can't name all of you, so I just want to thank all of you. You know who you are. We will be at Roxbury Community College on November the 12th and November the 13th, two days after Veterans Day. 
Our first performance will be dedicated to our veterans. Our first performance. So, again, thank you everyone for being who you are. We appreciate you. And we are looking forward to our continuance working towards entertaining, educating, and empowering. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. back again folks I just wanted to play our theme music again so people can begin to identify with who we are by our music our theme music and uh, my name is Haywood Fennell and this is the other page radio we at WBCA LP 102.9 FM Boston Boston's community radio station and you know one of the technicians here staff member uh, asked me all the time when I'm coming in to do a show, uh, and he says, do I have a guest? Well, sometimes I do. Most times I don't. And so, you know, I got open field to talk about what I want to talk about. But what I want to do for our listening audience is I want some of the Boston City Council folks to come in and be our guests. The problem with that is that they have Boston City Council's meeting at the very time that I'm on the air. They meet weekly. I come here weekly. I'm going to try to do something about that because I just think that city councilors and all elected officials should be and must be held accountable because we voted. We voted for them. And they came in and talked with us and said they understood what was going on in our respective communities and that they would do the best that they could to help us out. That hasn't been the case. That's not always the case. And I just want to know, why do politicians, some of them, some of them, make these promises and have no intentions on keeping their word? Now, we got an election coming up, and you really got to look at the candidates and 
what the probabilities are based on your judgment, not somebody else telling you your judgment, your gut feeling. If you should vote for whoever, understanding that you have to vote because people were murdered, denied, tried in order for us to have this voting right that seems to be something that people don't really care about anymore. That's why we don't have any control. No control. Just vote for somebody who doesn't do anything, won't respond to the emergencies that's going on in the community, and they come back, and if you send them an email, they'll send you back a a preempted message that says, thank you for blah, 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 whatever your request was. I received it. But if you don't do something about it, Somebody take the time to sit down and register a complaint about a situation that they feel that the city council should know about and possibly resolve. That's intended. That's a request for help. That's a request for intervention. I wish somebody could explain that to some of these elected officials, not all of them, some of them. Right now, at Grant Manor, a group has been formed called Grant Manor Organizers Group. And they are saying, and have been saying for over a year, that their needs are not being met. And they had a whole long list of things. But one of the things that really stuck out is not having an election to replace a group of people that have been, according to Grant Manor's organizers group, too long, too strong. And it needs to change. They're supposed to have the election. So now we can't have an election because we got the pandemic. Pandemic gone. Now we can't have the election. No, we're going to change the, the charter. Anytime you have a charter that says exactly what the tennis organization is about, they're bound by that charter. But no elections. Let me go a little further with that, folks. Let me go a little further with that. Keep, keep what I said in mind. Have you noticed all the signs around buildings going up and saying it's affordable housing? You see that sign that says affordable housing? You haven't gotten a pay raise. Inflation is on the rise. Everything seems like economically it's it's gone away. It never happened. And so you say, 
affordable. Affordable for who? Who's it affordable for? I mean, the rents are extremely high. In District 7, you see a lot of condos. And you see a lot of people from outside of better educated are able to be given uh, things that we didn't get in our community for whatever reason. So they have these salaries and they can pay what we can't pay. So what does that do? What does that do? What does that do? What are some of the outcomes of these selective purposes of our condos and our not being able to participate because of our limitations in salary, our limitations in education, our limitations in our neighborhood organizing? What does that do? It brings in a new body of people that vote. So you look at District 7, it's not a large number of people that vote, but there's a large number of people that live within the district. You can actually run for an office and you could see in terms of numbers and people that voted, sometimes 3,000, 4,000 people voting for candidates is the total number of people that vote. With the win, might win by 200, 300 votes. There's no such thing as landslide victories. You know, you hear about landslide victories, or voter mandated. No, it's not the case in District 7. It's not the case at all. And so that means that we don't really understand political power. But what you really got to understand about political power and economic power is that they're like Siamese twins. You can't have one without the other. Okay, this is the other page radios. My name is Haywood Fennell. This program's brought to you by Triad Veterans League. Uh, we at WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Potential is everywhere. It's in every child in every community. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Massachusetts works to transform communities by empowering, defending, and igniting the potential of youth across Eastern Massachusetts, ensuring every child has the support from caring adults that they need for healthy development and success in life. Big Brothers Big Sisters fosters one-to-one mentoring relationships between child and adult, helping the youth in our communities achieve their fullest potential. But at any given moment, there are hundreds of children in our region in need of a caring adult role model. Do you have what it takes to become a defender of potential? You can learn more at massbaybigs.org. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. (laughs) Corny, groan-worthy but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. (laughs) So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Back again with the other page radio, y'all. I got a little smile out of that last PSA. Regarding uh, helping the child to smile. 
Helping a child to smile can go for miles in a child's memory bank because you've taken the time to communicate from the child a smile by telling them something that's positive. I want to talk a little bit about a program called Building Black Better being developed by a friend of mine of many years, Lowell Ward. Building Black Better is a program designed to engage youth that are living in at-risk environments. It is an intervention program designed to interfere with that thinking of being the smooth criminal. It is a program that refines and defines opportunities as it relates to education and its importance. Right now, uh, today, they are choosing the new superintendent for the Boston Public Schools. Now, there is some controversy about the process, but there was another process going on at the same time that was about the state putting Boston Public Schools in receivership. Do you know what receivership is to an educational institution, entity? Receivership in you know, it's indicative that children's educational needs are not being met. Our kids can't read on the level that they're supposed to. Our kids are being passed instead of promoting that certifies that they are learning on the level that they're supposed to. Building Black Better is a program that Lowell Ward is bringing into the community that introduces chess, playing chess, learning to discuss moves, avoiding conflict. So it's conflict resolution. It talks about debating. It talks about a lot of things that our children don't get the opportunity to talk about. So early on in this particular part of our program, I said, try to make a child smile. If you know anything about chess, and I know a little bit, there's nothing better than winning a chess game. It can bring a smile. This program involves the youth thinking and discussing and reducing barriers that keep them from understanding who they are not. We don't want our kids going to jail. We don't want our kids having a quarry, which is a sad story. We don't want our kids to believe that they can't do anything 
but follow somebody. They have their own minds. And that's why building black better is an important aspect of youth and community development, and it is coming your way. This is The Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. This program is sponsored by Triad Veterans League Incorporated. So what we're going to do now is we just want to remind folks. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Back again, folks. I just wanted to uh, let you know that um, we really appreciate all the help that we get throughout the city and the levels of support that we get. And uh, we just want to take this opportunity to thank uh, the City of Boston's Family and Youth Centers, Blackstone, Vine Street, a whole lot of them. And also the Yorkie Boys and Girls Club for you know, making space for us to do some of the things that we do that's related to our programs and creating uh, space to show what we do in terms of performing. There's nothing as beautiful as learning your history because your history defines who you are not. And all those suggestions that are one-sided and they're making to make us look like something that we are not, it's reconfigured when you get on the stage and you get involved with the plays that we do, which are all history-related. We are coming up this year to perform at Roxbury Community College Media Arts Center, the Harlem Renaissance Revisited with a gospel flavor. And we will be collaborating with Stages Cultural Arts Center out of Randolph, who will bring in and introduce hip hop and movement, which will expand our audience base and its appreciation of what we, the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program, are doing. Make no mistake about it. The Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program is you. We talk about our history so that you will know who you are through performance, spirituals, gospel, hip-hop, we got it going on, and we want you to support us. We want you to be the ones and to, to let other people know. We want you to think about. We want you to think about how you can help us get into the Boston Public School 
system with our program. We want you to think about that. If you think that we are ready, I think we are. In fact, I know we are. Yeah, I don't, you know, I just want to make sure, maybe it's been a little late, you know, getting to the show, to the program, that you know that Larry Wu, Larry Wu, boy, legend in this town with his music, music creation, friendly guy, but his music will continue to grow. He wrote music. He made friends. He's moved on. His funeral will be next Wednesday up at Morningstar Baptist Church on Blue Hill Avenue. I think the service is at 11. I'm not sure about that, but you can call Morningstar if you want to find out the time, but you can bet your bottom dollar it's going to be one of the biggest ones we've had in the city of Boston to honor a cultural leader, Larry Wu. Going to miss you, bro. This is the other page radio, and I just want to talk a little bit about our children again. So at times here, schools are closing. Instead of closing books, books should be open. We're talking about some of the history of the Irish who were persecuted in Ireland with many of them being shipped as indentured slaves to the islands. And how they were, they were discriminated against in cities like Boston. You know, it's not about the skin color. But people would try to make it like that. You got to come out your heart with it. You got to love people. It's not about struggling because a person is different. We find the similarities to grow. We are going to put together a prototype for reading camps. You know, you got basketball camps, football camps, baseball camps. What about a literacy camp? How about that? We're looking for volunteers, you know, to come in and get some training. Work also with building black better, teaching chess, teaching social skills how to be friendly with each other, how to understand that education is important 
and how to avoid that Corey. Y'all don't know about that Corey boy, but that is an ugly situation. Believe me when I tell you. Corey, when you get your fingerprints taken based on your arrests, this, this Corey will follow you until you are dead. It will keep you from getting a job. It will keep you from getting an education. And it will keep you from getting a place to live. That's how powerful that is. And we don't want our children to end up with no sad stories called a Corey. We got to reform that. We got to educate people, empower people, capacity build, whatever you want to call it. Because that law is truly a draconian, discriminatory application of the law. A lot of times, police officers, not trying to tell them what to do now. Don't say, Haywood said that. You didn't hear this on the other page radio. But look, some police officers know kids and know those kids' parents. And look at the charge and ask that kid if he doesn't know where that parent lives. Ask that kid where his parents live. Take that kid home and talk to the parents about what that kid did. And leave it like that. Leave the parent to take care of it. But then you have the situation wherein the kid gets arrested for something that could have been discussed at the kid's home. But instead, they take him to a holding facility, and get them fingerprinted. And you didn't have to do that. And so, the kids, say for instance, start getting his life together, or her life together. Going to school, doing well, got a skill, looking for a job. And they go looking, and they see the question, do you have a quarry? Have you ever been arrested? Something like that, right? And find out that because they do have a quarry, they can't get the job. They can't get the education. They can't get the place to stay. What are we doing? How are we holding people to the hostage of their past when we have seen that they are doing things to improve their situation? by changing their thinking, by getting an education, by not uh, uh, re-offending. Think about that. We need to wake up and start to clean up some of these draconian laws that are keeping our communities from being safe and look at the economic depriving of opportunities that we are placing on our children. I'm telling you, man, we got work to do. So, again, this is The Other Page Radio. My name is Hable Fennell. The program is brought to you by Triad Veterans League in cooperation with uh, BNN TV Radio. But uh, what I want to say again is that these are my opinions, not the stations. 
And I'm not trying to browbeat anybody. I'm just trying to share the truth and the need to be honest with each other. We are so far behind in our economic development. Children can't read. We need to be more on top of those two things. They were getting ready to put our schools in receivership. And they made some noise down there at City Council, Boston City Council, about that. And they got hurt. So my message is like, if the city council can make some noise and get some things done and get some people to stop, get some people to stop, then why can't they get the people that are managing Grant Manor to stop what they're doing and allow the tenants to have their election? Why can't they do that? It's all a matter of priorities. The people at Grant Manor need the support of the Boston City Council, of its community leaders, if you're out there and listening, of our elected officials on all levels. I have never seen Senators Warren, Markey, in our community for any sustained period to try to rectify some things that need to be rectified, like what is going on in Grant Houses is not a solo incident. If you look at the new housing strategy with HUD, mass housing, and the other entities coming out of City Hall are using to take land and supposedly reshape it and deprive our people of educational opportunities and leave them where they are, they will never, ever be able to fall into the category that can pay the charge of affordable housing. These people are so busy getting that little bit of money and the government subsidies that they don't have time to think of themselves as being able to do better. But I'm here on the other page radio, Haywood for Now, to tell you that you can do better. You can be better. You have to organize. You have to protest because that is the American way. When you look at July the 4th, I'm back at July the 4th, 1776 now. I'm wrapping up. These people were paying an absentee landlord that lived in Britain for some land that the British didn't even own. And today, you have in our community people that organize and have money and political influence, and they come and they take over properties as managers, but they don't own that property. And I'm going to give you a good example as we close out. St. Joseph Academy Homes on Washington Street in District 7 
is a tenant-owned housing development. They own their own homes. Why can't the people at Grant Manor own their own homes? Because people on the city council, most of them don't know about that, aren't interested in that, and have shown no reason to be involved. But you must be involved. Otherwise, you're going to have a mess on your hand called housing development. It's already bad enough that the veterans are not getting what they want in terms of services and houses and mental health and substance abuse disorders. A lot of them down on mass and cash, standing around, won't even say that they're veterans. Now, how you like that? I can tell their veterans, and some other veterans can tell their veterans. We need to be more mindful of what's going on in our community, and we're not. We're running out there listening to other people talk about vote for this person, vote for the person. Don't vote for anybody that does not have a record of supporting veterans and housing. Not just for veterans, but for other people. Workforce development. Where is the workforce development that they was talking about? They sent our young people, men and women, that are gang-affiliated to state prisons, and they don't try to separate them. They don't try to provide the mental health services, the encounters, that groups that they need to be involved in, and they sent them right in the same uh, cell block. And so when they come out, they got the same animosity. Nothing has been broken. trying to get BBB and another uh, organization to get into the Suffolk County House of Correction to talk about to these young people because they can't come back into our community with the same old plan. It's not going to work. If that's what they're thinking, they might as well tell the sheriff that they don't want to come back out because they're going to do the same thing. That they did, they got them in jail. So we're going to keep you posted on what we're doing around here, you know, with this radio program called the Other Other Page Radio, we're so grateful to BNN TV Radio for facilitating the space and the resources for us to not only have a radio show, but to have a television show. So we're forever grateful to this group of folks, Glenn Williams in charge. Uh, we got a lot of work to do, folks. That's all I can tell you. I'm not going to give up. No give in. I'm in to win it. We had a wonderful day today. Certainly hope that you got something out of our program because uh, I put my heart in everything I do. And I don't want you to be misunderstood. There's work to be done. And we need you to be involved, to capacity build, to educate, and to empower our community. Don't forget now, November the 12th and the 13th, Harlem Renaissance Revisited with a gospel flavor, going to be on that stage, and we're going to have fun. You're going to have fun learning about yourself, you know. Seeing our young folks out there dancing, doing the hip-hop, and, you know, just doing it. I'm proud of them, all of them. So y'all be good. God bless you. Uh, enjoy your fourth. Don't stay in the sun too long. Eat as much as you you can, not as much as you want. 
Don't get no stomach aches and stuff like that. Y'all be good. God bless you. Thank you so much for being a part of our show today. We love you. We really do. All to the veterans. We love you, veterans. My number, 857-204-5312. You know what to do. Take care. Proceeding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass. 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617 708 3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.